So, okay. So today's learning, I just got this updated right now. Baruch Hashem. Uh, sponsorships for the month of, of Shvat. The whole month of Shvat. Nitz and David Jerome. In memory of Sarah Leah Bas Yechiel. Sponsorships for the month. Joni and Moshe Pollock. Memory of Shimon ben Moshe. Tzvi ben Mordechai. Shearachan Bas Rav Alter Nasanata. And in honor of the Eagle Family Shvat birthdays. Anonymously also, in honor of the Shirat David community. Weekly sponsorship this week, Miriam and Avram Deutsch, memory of Menachem Ben Shmuel, Eliezer Veliba Feldman, uh, Marilyn and Josh Adler, in memory of, of Marilyn's mother for the full shlema of her Abba, and Esti and Shimon Golovensis for the full shlema of Esti's brother. I want to uh, share with you all how yesterday I had a very... I had a very interesting interaction with someone that I, I feel really came emanated strongly from, 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 from here and the learning that we've been doing. I was in a, uh, I had to, I had a meeting in Yerushalayim and I had some time to not kill, I had time to spend, and uh, it, which rarely happens that I could just walk around in Yerushalayim and it would just we'd do, we'd go wherever I want to go for like half an hour. I, just, I got early somewhere and whatever, the chuling. So I'm walking around and I walk into this guitar store that I used to go to when I was a teenager. It's on the Midrachov on Ben Yehuda, if you know where it is. It's called Sapir. Do you know this? Do you know this guitar? Do you know this music store? You know, it used to be Ben Yehuda was the place. When who goes to Ben Yehuda anymore? You have the Machni, you have the Shuk, you have Mamila, you have Malcha. You know, I don't know. Ben Yehuda was. I mean, it's off the side street. Yeah, you remember it? He said. Many Neve fights broke out right around... And Rashi. And Rashi, sorry. Ooh, no, just me. Rivalry again, look at this. I'm bringing up names. And, Mayor Jake, you had, had that? Yeah, no, but you probably know of Hever that got... No. I went to BMT. We got uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm going into this store. And it's mainly the Jews for Jake. Whatever. Really? Oh, yeah, they came to us and we just... Really? Pounded them. Yeah. In the, in the basement? No, no, no. No. Ben Yehuda. Ben Yehuda, right. Anywho, I, wo- I walk into the store, I ask the guy, uh, it's the same guy, same guy, Mamash, he's been sitting there. I walked in, I, I, same aroma in the air. <laughs> Mamash, like, I couldn't believe it. It's like some people, just give them what they need, <laughs> what they think they need, same zach, nothing changed, 25 years. And uh, I'm sitting and I, I actually saw a beautiful guitar that looked, it was very, very cheap. I wasn't even thinking of buying it. I didn't buy it, but it was like, wow, this could be something. As I'm sitting down, another woman walks in. It's my, a lot of pain, a lot of, it's very tzabrochen, very heavy, very intense. She comes and she sits down and uh, she pulls out the guitar. And you can see she's, a, she's like a matchila, but she has some kind of a zrima. And we're just sitting, the two of us in the store, together with the, uh, the Baal Chanut, who's... Could be there was, for him, 30 people in the room or nobody. You understand what I'm saying? He was holding and, you know, <laughs> you know right? So, and by, I'm sitting there, and then she, like, she's taking, she's trying to, she says, she, 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 I can see she needs help. She looks at me, she's like, oh, you're uh, right, so-and-so. And then I looked at her, and I was like, and I actually, I, this is not, it wasn't Stam a, a fan or something. I knew, I actually knew this woman. Who Nebuch used to live on the Moshav years ago, a while ago, and her house burned down in that fire. Now she said to me, she looked at me, oh, you're so and so. And right away, her imagery, when she looked at me, said, oh, and your wife had that miracle with the children in the car. Now, those of you that don't remember or don't know, 
My family had a, had a big nace. I don't think you... Oh, you were in here. You were in here, Michal. You definitely were in here. Serge, you were in here. Um, Shachar, you weren't here either. Maybe you know, but, but we had a... I was four cars behind. You were right there? I was four cars behind. Behind so like, what's going on out there? Really? Yeah. This is, uh, the Moshav fire was Lagba uh, Omer, I think Thursday, Thursday. Sunday, I went, to, I went to the Moshav to... How many base. years ago was this? I'm sorry. Three? Three or four years. Okay. Sunday, I went there because some, one of the chaver there called me and said, you're not going to believe this, but... You know, the whole miracle with Rip Shlomo's house, with the svarim and everything, right? But the, there was still flames coming out of one of the bedrooms in Rip Shlomo's house. He said, you have to, you, you, you got to come, you see this, and you got you to gotta save what's going on here. Because I basically set up the library in Rip Shlomo's house prior of all the svarim. The whole house was burnt to a crisp, besides the room that we put all the svarim in. I'm, I'm telling you, miracle of biblical proportion. And I didn't believe it. I mean, I spent that Shabbos, uh, it was the, one of the worst Shabbos of my life because I saw, I just saw, like, I saw all the keynotes we read on, on Tisha B'Av of like um, what they did in Worms and Magansa when they did public burnings of the Svarim, right? So I saw in my mind on all Shabbos, the imagery I had was all these, you know, of all of Rib Shlomo's Svarim, they're all burning, like that, that's what my Shabbos was, they're all burning, and just going up to Shemaim. Then my friend calls me Sunday morning. He's like, and he took a picture. He's like, you got, you got to be kidding me. But he said, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for Mayas, the remnant of Mayas, right now. I need you to to go to, I need you to come and and, and take care of this house because there's still a fire in the in one of the rooms. It did. It was not even out yet. It's three days later. There was still fire. I had a wedding. I had to play a wedding that night in Natanya. So I told the chevra that we're supposed to, like the band, I supposed to told the, the guys in the band, I was like, listen, this is going to be crazy. You can go on your own. I have to leave like three or four hours early now. It was like 11 in the morning. I have to leave way early, left way early. On the way, I realized if we need to get every safer that made it out there alive, right? Made it out there, not burnt immediately. My car can't fit more. There was thousands of sperm, thousands. We're making phone calls on the way. By the time we get to the Moshev, about an hour later, a busload of guys from Yeshivas Ma'arava, uh, or it was Fishers, one of the Yeshivas, one of those Yeshivas in Matisyahu, they all came with a bus, uh, with, with a truck, and there was basically had a whole procedure there of like taking out, and I couldn't believe it. I walked into the house, I couldn't believe it. I walked into the house. Now, the imagery I had was I was going to walk into what every other house looked like there, and every other house. My, my good friends that I went to for 25 years of Shabbosim and everything, to a crisp. Nothing. N- nothing. Zilch. I walk into the house, the whole house is burnt. And there still is flames in one of the bedrooms. I couldn't believe it. And I turn right, untouched. I'm not exaggerating. Untouched. The crazy thing is, that room with those shelves were all wooden shelves also. It wasn't, there wasn't like, made out of something that would make it harder for it to be burnt. And it wasn't the Mikla, the room? Not Pitom. It was a bedroom, not to be believed. 
and we're working, we're sweating, and we're for hours. Suddenly, the, the news is there. Couldn't believe it. Arut Shtayim shows up. This guy Ofer Chadad, he shows up. People, more people show. They hear about this miracle. Arut Sheva is coming, and basically, they want us to stop and like start giving in. They say, "You crazy? <laughs> the fire is still on. The fire are in here, and we didn't give them at the time of day. We just kept on one after the other. These these like twenty yeshiva guys. Also, it was really surely Portnoy was basically going through his. Churban, and he took a second and came over to also help over there. And the car, my car stunk. I, even though I didn't, I didn't bring any of those things into my car, we moved it somewhere else. But my car stunk, and I showed up to the wedding. I, I couldn't believe how, what, and how disgusting I looked. It didn't matter to me. I was in another zone. It was my mash in another zone. And my mind was in a completely different place. I'm really happy I'm doing this self-therapy with all you guys, but you'll see there's a point to this. I come back so late at night, and I'm so emotionally drained like I've never been in my life. And my wife sees, like, I'm gone. She'll do the morning with the kids and then getting to school, and I'll wake up whenever I wake up. I'll daven whenever I daven. This is, like, just crazy. At 7.45, probably, right? Or, or 5 to 8. I was pulling the kids to school. Yeah. Right over here, yeah. by Rotetzion, Banot. At about 7.45, 10 to 8, I hear crazy buzzing in my, in my, my door, in my, my house. Buzzing, buzzing, nonstop. I'm thinking, what is this, a, a mishloach or something? Like, what, are you guys crazy? Just put it by the... Doesn't stop, doesn't stop. I run downstairs, open the door. Ari Erdfarb standing there. He puts his arm around me, he said to me, your wife and your kids are okay. Now, whenever anyone starts with that, that line, that's a, you know that what's following is not going to be like, and you just won the lot, you know, it's, it's going to be a bad thing, right? So Erdfarb says to me in his, in his Ari way, saying, your wife and your kids are okay. They're all in a fire and your car's on fire right now and they're on their way back home. What? Lo evanti klum. My wife comes in, my kids come back home. Where were you? I came to your house, so right? I was there when after Ari came. I saw the car and then tried to get them out. We had a Toyota. Uh, it was a black. Uh, no, no, no. She's, she's here. She has something. Okay, okay, okay. Bye, love. Let's go, right? When did that? That's never happened, right? Um. What was I? I didn't remember what car it was. One of those like seven seaters that really is meant for three people. One of these Toyotas that like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Versa. That's what it is, right? Seven seater. You could it's seven seater if you're like if you're if you grew up in Somalia, maybe seven seaters. Mapito, whatever. Look, I I said you know the kids come home I, and I'm in another. I don't know if you. I don't remember who took me there. I go there, and the car is on fire. It, the, my car went up in flames. And it's a whole... I, I till today don't know exactly, and we filed a police report, whatever, and there's, there's no explanation, but in my back of my mind, the whole time, I'm thinking, did I schlep in a coal from, from Rip Shlomo's house into my, into my car without realizing it? And then, you know, overnight, like... But I was in the car... It's impossible, because it's only, it's only 16 hours later that this happened. Whatever. It's a, so this woman, and it's just a big nace, you know, it's my daughter, Ora's Bas Mitzvah, like, you know, like, 
six or seven weeks we're doing a bad mitzvah, Bezer Hashem. Her hair caught on fire. Mamish. This woman that I saw yesterday in the store, she triggered me back. She looked at me, and the first thing she basically, Kilo, like, you know, aligned me with in her machshavas was, oh, you, yeah, oh, it's you. And your wife, I still can't th- think about them, the, the nays your wife and children had in the burning car. Like, in her, in her imagery, because it was such a chazak weekend for her, listen, her, her heart, her, her house <coughs> went up in flames. Since then, she's now, like a few other families, she got divorced, six kids, she's living in horrible stuff. Our, our association with things, the way we, we, we basically associate different inyanim, we don't realize that when a machshava is so chazak, is so chazak, non-voluntarily, right? It just shows you where it could take you to. Now think about it when it is voluntarily. When I choose to say, this is what I'm going to be plugging my machshavas in, and what we've been learning is that the, the Rebbe says is that if I voluntarily choose to strengthen my machshavas, to strengthen them in moments of Kedusha, anytime there's Kedusha around me, I'm going to associate me with what's happening, my experience with what's happening. And I'm going to connect dot to dot to dot so that this attempt to feel holy won't be this like foreign attempt all the time and like always have to start Madhala. But every time there's machshavat, machshavot chazakot, machshavot kedoshot, every time. It's like, oh, it's zelo zarli. Zelo zarli, meaning it's not, how do you say zar? Strange. Strange, not foreign to me. It's, the very, it's, 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 it's things that I can connect to. I think this is like really where we're getting to the, the heart of the sefer. This is what he's really saying. is like, we don't want you to have to start from scratch every single time. And we don't want you to have to bank on moments where it's... Uh, something very chazak is thrown onto you in order to get triggered into your mind. We want you to basically show up and koveh every time for you that you're going to strengthen your mind every time you're around Kedusha so that every time you, you become, you could smell, you know, it's in the air and you identify yourself with what's going on more and more and then until eventually all these dots and moments of holy thoughts, you're going to connect them and live a life in Be'or Pnei Melechaim, in the presence of a living king. So that's, that's basically where, we're, where we're, we've been up to until now. Please open up Daf Ayin Beis. Let me just try to find it here. Were there any sparring in your car? When, when it went up in flames? Oh, okay. No. Like, did any sparring get burned in your car? Some of mine, yeah. Yours. One of them. I had a Masechta Megillah. I have it, on, I, t- I, have a, I have it in my house. I was learning Masechta Megillah. It got partially burned, and I uh, keep that next to me, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that's my, you, you have to understand, like, the Sfarim, I have, I have some of the Sfarim that got nipped with burns by Reb Shlomo at my house. It's really, like, it, it, it is such a miracle. It is such a miracle. Um, Where are the rest of them? I'll, I'll, at the end of the I'll tell you, because it's something I would rather not be recorded. Yeah. Okay, so kacha. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a little bit of a translation again today because it is it is very big big words and God knows what. But let's look like this: Bottom of Ayin Beis, Ki Kol Ish Israel, Kol Ish Lefi Koach Machshavto Vedimiono, Hisrag Shriosav Meatzman Misraoslo. person's feelings 
sorry, kikol ish, again, kikol ish lefi koach machshavto vedimyono, hisvak shuyosov me'atzman misraoslo, hen b'sha'ashem mispached, vehen b'sha'ashem sameach. כשמספחד מחשבוס ודמיונוס איומוס מסרוסלו, וכשהוא שמח, מחשבוסיו ומראוסיו עליזוס הן. Listen to these words, okay? A person's feelings, whether fright or of joy, appear to him spontaneously in accordance with the power of his thought and imagination. When a person's afraid, terrifying thoughts and images appear to him. And when he's joyful, his thoughts and visions are lighthearted. בכל אחד לפי מידת חוזק מחשבתו. Every person in accordance to how strong his thoughts are. אם רבה היא, אז יותר מבוררות ויותר ארוכות הן מחשבותיו. What does it mean to have a strong sense of, of, of מחשבה? It means that the visions that you get and the imagery that you get and the thoughts that you have are clear to you. מבורר, מבורר, they're clear to you. ודמיונוסיו יוסר מסרבוס ויוסר משתלשלוס. And this person, basically his, his visualizations and his, uh, and his מחשבוס, they become more and more and more. ואם קלושה מחשבתו, גם הם קלושוס וקצרוס. But if a person's דמיונוס, if his thoughts are condensed and they're numerous, and the meaning they're, they're less, they're weak, and they're short-lived, then they don't last too long. That means that a person can experience moments of bliss. They can, you could be at a bris, you could be flying so high, and the second that they say, Aleinu, your experience is done. Done. How could that be? Is it supposed to be like that? No. It's supposed to be that the more refined our power of imagination and thought has become, then the more those moments that really touch our heart and... The, the longer they last. Listen, with our kinderlach, this is like 101. You ever have a, a beautiful moment with your child? Hopefully every day. How long does it last? How long does it last? Wait till they get older. Why? It changes. Because they, they do sillier things. So it lasts for less amount of time. Oh, it lasts for less. <laughs> yeah. okay, I hope not. Let, 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 let's see what this Indian is. If my, my daughter, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. My daughter yesterday came up to me. And said to me, Abba, remember the, the test I redid? She had a math test, one shvach. She said, I redid it. And she told me that she went up by like 34 points and her eyes were glowing, feeling good about herself. Every child wants, every parent wants their child to feel good about themselves, right? What a moment. How long did it last by me? How long did it last by me? Forget about by, by them, we don't have control. How long did it last by me? So the more that I am tuned in to the power of my machshava and taking notice of how long things last and working on choosing, choosing to voluntarily immerse myself in holy thoughts when they're happening, then the more that those moments, they last much longer. And then for maybe more than 20 seconds, I'm in utter bliss and hodah ta Hashem that today my child feels good about herself. Now, that's the holiest thing in the world. That's the, to me, that's the holiest thing in the world. I know, Yossi and I had a machlokas years ago. You know where I'm going with this? How long do we think about our... Ch- <laughs> no, this is a good one. This is a good one. We were talking about how, how, long, how long do we think about our children after we drop them off in school? Like how often do we think about them during the day 
after the time they drop them off in school until, until when they come home. Remember, you, you, I mean, I used to see you, you, you your kids were always first. Yeah, yeah oh, that's right, that's, that's why she taught Right. First, first off, the last. Okay. That's my shit. Right. <laughs> I remember you said, and, and you said blatantly. You said, you said. You hear it. I mean, no, you said it blatantly. You're like, I think about them when I, when, when they're first at drop off. Yeah. And, and then, I think about them again when I see them later in the day, right? So I went with my daughter's gun. <laughs> That morning, I started crying by her gates. The Ganana thought I was like, something was wrong, I have bad news. I'm like, no, 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 I just, I also didn't think about my kid at all since, since drop-off, but I, I can't live with myself. And it, was a big, it, was a, it was a big opening, right? What were you going to say? Nothing. Rick Shlomo says that sometimes our schedules get in the way of the most important, make us miss the most important moments of our life. And so sometimes I feel, let's say, you know, before bedtime, my son's jumping out of bed, I'm tickling him, it's great, I'm throwing him, we're going crazy, and then up oh, bedtime, and then it's over. This is, this is the, the highlight of his. Right. No, oh, schedule. 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 It's not so time I, anymore to be I in bliss. Maybe he's going to help us with, uh, going to help us with his, how to bring it into the schedule. Like you were literally tapping into what you were saying before. Like how do we carry that through? How do we? Mm-hmm. He, this, is, this is a book of how. Yeah. That's what I love about this Sefer. This is the book of how. It's not what you should do. It's also how. And he's given us many etzes. He's going to continue. He gave us etzes and Shabbos. How to take Shabbos. He, he, it is a book of how. Okay, let's go weiter. Ukvar uchachnu la'el. Brought six lines into this. Seven lines. Ukvar uchachnu la'el es yachas ha-machshava le-peulas ha-adam ve-ech mizgale u-mispasachat al yedehem. We've already demonstrated the relationship between a person's thoughts and his actions. Um... Meaning, even after an old person has ceased working as a businessman or an artisan, This is very, very important for people that have retired. This is like... This is a big avoider for, for Be'ezer Hashem, those of us that, are, that have a parent, two parents. This is like very, very important stuff. Um, he says like this, even after all people stopped working, they retired, and their, business, and, their, and their trade was some kind of an art, that meaning whatever the business was, to use their mind. Every time they experience a new feeling, they see it through the lens of the thoughts and visualizations of their past actions. They relate everything to what they're experiencing in life to the way it used to be. Don't we all do that? To a certain extent? <clears throat> uh, to a certain extent, yeah. Certain triggers and like, something happens and then it triggers us to something else that happened that relates to that situation. So we always... Right, but the person that dedicated their life to a trade, and he's going to say, to be matzliach in it, the manner in which he used his koyach ha to get the job done to produce money for his family is a refined state of machshava. That's true about, not even Kedusha, that's just true about anything. Give me an art, give me, give, me a, give me a person that spent 50 years doing something, anything, and they knew that this is producing income for their family, and they had to use their mind. Throw out something, anything. Writer. A, what kind of writer? A writer for... 
an author, an author. Uh, okay. And, and this person knew that in order to basically bring in money, I have to produce a story. I have to write a story. I have to write a... This amount of pages a day. Yafemod, yafemod. Let's go there. So what does that person have to do in order to activate that place inside of him? He has to have you know, determination. He has to have self-discipline. He also, if you're a writer, you have to have a creative mind. He retires. No more books. The way he experiences life the way that he experiences thoughts, the way that he sees everything, he says will probably be through the lens of how he experienced it for 50 years when it was l'shem, a certain purpose. Okay? You'll see where he's going over here. Zotomeret, she'al yedei, we're six lines from the bottom, Zotomeret, she'al yedei pe'ulo sehem asher milefonim, machshava mischaris o umanusi zo, o zo nispat chabahem, so now he says like this. Now thought related to the past actions of their business or occupation develops in them. This thought and vision arises spontaneously without their making any effort to seek it. Why? Why does it happen spontaneously? It's natural. It's there already. It's there already. So you're going to, you're obviously you're going to see where he's going to take this to, right? All the more so. All the more so. You are a holy soul. With the spark of being a child of a prophet, which, which is what we spoke about last today, time. Huh? Today we're talking about. Where? Today after that we were talking about the promise of the Nevi'im. Oh, no. So this is something else. This yeah. is, in, in other shiri, we're learning about this purpose of the Sefer is to attach us to the concept of that we're all B'nai Nevi'im, and inside of us is Nevuah, which means Gilui HaNefesh, which means we could have a chance to really know who we are and what God thought of us when He created us. That's what it means to be a Navi, a Gilui of the Nefesh. He's saying, all the more so you, you're a Yid, a holy Neshama, with the spark of B'nai Nevi'im in you, that when you strengthen, expand, and spread your holy thoughts, and they become less random and more tadir. Tadir means um, consistent, regular. Yeah. All the experiences of, in, that are happening in your in your in your soul of machshavos. This line basically means it's possible. It's possible to be a Ben Kadosh. It's possible to become a Chassid. And he said already before, a few chapters ago, last chapter, he said, if you don't take advantage of strengthening your thoughts and eventually connecting the dots of holiness and your experiences of Dusha in your life, he says, I don't know if I can call you an Eved Hashem, and you definitely, remember what he said? And you definitely can't be considered a chassid of the Baal Shem Tov. There's no way. This avoda of strengthening the thoughts, of expanding the thoughts, of not trying to run after, like he said, assimilation, like uh, to, um, assimilation, to, uh, to try to say, oh, I'm feeling something, what does this look like? But rather, stay with moments of Kedusha. Your daughter told you she feels good about herself. Don't run. Don't let the schedule... The, stay with it for a few more seconds. Stay with it for a few more seconds. And if it's hard for you to stay with it, ask yourself, why do I feel the need to like, just move on to the next thing? 
but to stay with it more and more, he says, eventually your whole day is just one flow of Kedusha. Eventually. Basically, and eventually, if this becomes a kvias in your life, anything that happens to you in your life will all be seen through the lens of Torah and Kedusha. Just like this artist, just like this writer, after 50 years or whenever, he then, he goes out and he experiences life, but he experiences life, even if he's not in the art of, act, of, of writing, he experiences life through this lens. This, this is what it is. This is what his life is like. You know, there are people, you see, they're so immersed in Kedusha, then they go out into the world and it's like, there's no difference. It's just the way they look at people. It's like they're looking at a blad of Gemara. There's no difference to them. You know, when Reb Shlomo first went out into the world, he said it was, he didn't understand what the Rebbe, when the Rebbe told him, forget about yourself a little bit. Because when the Rebbe sent him to the campus, so he said, well, what's going to be with my learning? And the Rebbe said, you have to forget about yourself a little bit. Meaning, and, the, and Reb Shlomo said that the Rebbe gave him a new neshama because no one ever told him that you can see the Gemara when you look at another year too. It's like you only see the Gemara when you look at the Gemara. Right? And he said the Rebbe gave him a new neshama at that moment. That you could actually see the Gemara when you look at another Yid. You know, when you're learning Me'ashilach in the morning, like, you, the, I feel like the point of Me'ashilach is not that you see the Me'ashilach when you're learning Me'ashilach. You're learning Me'ashilach when you're, when you're at your Shabbos, when you're looking, when you're not learning Me'ashilach. This has to do with the, with, with the art of, of, you know, especially we're in an ADD generation, I feel like this Milchama is stronger than ever. Stronger than ever of staying in the moment. Don't swipe, don't, don't flick it. Stay for a second before you go to the next one. Stay. The, the, the real world getting once we're out of our Dalai Lamas, once we leave these uh, I'm walls. just going to correct you. What do you, you call it? The real world? Please the change world. your... Uh, yeah. Right. When we leave this building, let's say that. And, yeah, You're in the real world. Yeah. We're in the real world here. <laughs> when, we, when we go to the fake world. No. Just when we, when we expand. When we expand. The when we leave our Dalai Lamas. <laughs> And Yossi and I have been talking about this for over 20 years. I mean, yeah. I'm just being realistic and applying these teachings once we leave um, the Dalaramas, the, you know, the forces are coming from all different directions. And, but we're saying it's attainable to be in the other, out of the Dalaramas and to get to the level where it's all flowing. The Kedusha, you're... How else are you going to go and conquer the world? I don't know. We have to conquer the world, but like that. When, when more and more time is spent with the expanse, expanding the moments of Kedusha, with machshavas chazakot, with strong thoughts, the more and more that that happens, and not once in a while, but that that's, you know, a daily... That's the key. Of course it is. It's consistency with these things. So, right. that, so, that, you don't, so that when you go out of the base Medrash, you go out of shul, it's not, it's not really like, oh my God, I have to find... It's just the way you... It's just the lens you, you, you use. It's just your lens. This is beautiful. This is something new to me. Like just the expansion and the imagination and... The imagery. Again, the you can, imagery. You can, you can hold on to that wherever you are. The imagery I've had, I mean, since we started learning this, there's been a few words that keep on popping out of the Siddur with imagery that I like, I feel bad because I know Dove always waits for me to finish a, a you know, <laughs> I have to tell him that he shouldn't wait for me, he just keep on flowing. But sometimes these words are coming out of Dove and Amela <coughs> in the Halalukas. Like these are words now the Rebbe is saying just if you have it, if you're feeling these words close to you and you're starting to see it, don't run to the next word. 
Just, just stay with it for a second. Taninim v'chol tahomos, eishu barad shelek v'kitoy. This is like crazy. What does that do? What does that do? Unless you have that vision, what does that do? What does what do? You have that vision. You're saying to hold on to that phrase. Right. Just for an next... To be another second. It doesn't mean... Enjoying the moment. It doesn't mean sit in there until you feel that your heart, you know, your heartbeat is... It's not, it's not that. It's just it, even an extra second, you know? It's not about how long it is. It's about how strong it is. To try to stim like the, the Kabat-Zinn and, and this. Because you might say, up from the very way you started today's class with the imagery and the power of it. You might say, well, phone, you know, you got some unresolved trauma that you need to deal with. You're still living in the past. You're still thinking about those things, and you went ahead and relived it by her going ahead and triggering you. And so, like, that's not like we were taught about, like, living in the moment and still in the mind. Me. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. And, 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 but, but okay, but fine. Right. It's Emmett. It's who we are. We're humans. Right. Um, but then he's, but then the Rub says, like, I can under, maybe understand this. That, okay, but use your dimyon for, like, the positive. Your, your, your B'nai. Naveem. Right. And like so, like you're connected to this. Okay, that that also is, is good, and that's the ideal. And right. I try to think of like, well, what? When does that happen? When do we have? Well, what's the positive? When do we have those smells that say mm-hmm. ah, on there? So I, I thought like sometimes music is very powerful, mm-hmm. or or Yeush or or Uman Rosh Hashanah. Sometimes like can really transport me back you know, right. to those places. And, and I think, oh, that's a good example. But again, Kabbadzin might say. You're not still. You're just like you're you're right. you're, you're all over uh, the place. I'll, just like your whole thing is just just, just turn it off. Just turn all right. off I'll explain. I'll explain. What about but places of kedusha you can't reflect on? To draw. I, 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 so so I guess I it's like if I could if I could only take the good out. It's okay to so reflect back. Connect, yeah. So like that's that's the ideal. So I, I, I that's like again cabbage in my focus. I hear you. Uh, are you kidding me? I, this is the hundred percent. Kabat-Zinn is John Kabat-Zinn. He's actually a Yid, but his his it's not. You wouldn't know that from. No, he, John Kabat-Zinn is, he's a very very special person, and he is the innovator. He is the person that developed the whole thing called mindfulness meditation, and he he was the first one that opened up the first stress reduction clinic in Boston many years ago. And he's written incredible, incredible works. I've been learning, learning his stuff for many years, and it's helped me very much. And he's a, you should like listen to an interview with him. He's a, he's a refined, refined person, but it's odd. This is it. He only reaches a certain place because he never speaks of Kedusha. Kedusha is me'al hazman. He can only go so far, you know? He can only... Go, he can only go so far. Although I did find someone sent someone heard the way in one of the Khaburas we were talking about him, and someone who was it? Benji Epstein. I think it was Dr. Benji Epstein sent me a clip. Or was it no? Now by Joey Rosenfeld, he sent me this. Is um, two minutes of John Cabot Zinn speaking about the sanctity of the Sabbath and how that's the whole point of, of everything that he was ever teaching. I'll send it out. It's an amazing if I have to find it. But you understand, like without Without Kedusha imagery, I need him. Are you kidding me? I, I, I have to hold on to the way he explains right. it. I have to. Maud right. right. But this is already saying, you don't, you know, Ben Navi is, Ben Navi and stuff. He can't say this to the non-Jewish world. 
<laughs> he has to first believe in it himself, obviously, right? Zin is his wife's name he took on. Cabot is, I wonder what the original last name was, Kabowski or something, I don't know. This is, this is a level, I guess, I guess where I'll, uh, I'll get stuck is like, wow, I can reach Cabot's in. So like, it's like, I don't want your honey, I don't want your sting. I don't want your Hasashal Kedusha, and I don't want your Tumor. Right. Just keep me, you know. Sure. Here. And like, and, 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 and he's saying. But that's not the Torah way. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I, I know. I'm not, I, 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 I. No, he I knows know. it, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But you'll be still, and these guys sometimes go Torah and say, that's what Hashem wants, it's you to be here. I, I, I don't know, but. He says, no, yes, you know, go there, don't just be here, which I think is a big mile, like a big level to get to, you know, go, go there, you know, but only do it on the, on, on the, on the Kaddish side. Right. Only on, only on the Kaddish side. Why? Because somehow the achiza, the grasp of when it comes from the other side, sticks so, with you so much. Listen, think about it. Let, let's just be brutally honest, obviously. How many machshavas do you remember in high school of like the good halals when once in a while they would have a happy halal? Or, a, I don't know what, a field trip or a time a Rebbe told you something good or that time that you and your friends watched something dirty? How, how could it be? What's the difference? It's too different. It's, right? Because the Nevesh Bahamas, it's just the way the, 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 the this is just like Tanya 101, the Nevesh Bahamas is so at home in this world, it's unbelievable. The nefesh elokis isn't at home in this world. That's why it's always naturally, like the patila of the nair, like the Tanya explains, is flickering up because it wants to get out again. So that which you're working against here that will generally cause you to have strong machshavas, if it's not worked to bekdusha, is the things that pull you down. Because it feels at home in this world. The real, what we call, I'm just harping you, what we call the real world. The Nefesh Elokis is the one that's saying, I didn't really, I mean, I know somehow I agreed to come down here, but I, I didn't really, I'm <laughs> trying to still stay up there. So therefore, the Machshavas Kedoshos moments have to be worked on infinitely more than just, and the be here now will only take you to a, a certain level. Be here now will help you quiet things down but it doesn't help you connect the dots of Kedusha in your life and connect you to the Gilui of your Nefesh that you're a Ben Navi. Beautiful. It doesn't. No, you know all this. I'm not, I'm not mechadishing anything to you. You know all this. That's just the Archidish, hopefully, of our base Midrash is what falls under the category of Machshavas Kedoshas. I don't know if in a Chassidish Eshtibel, if, if they would say, when your daughter tells you that she upped her grade by 30 points, and at that moment, you saw in her eyes how good she felt about herself, that that moment is Kodesh Kodashim, like when you're davening. I don't know, to me it is, it just is. I, that's my, it's just from, you know, everything from Reb Shlomo, that's every, that's just what I feel so strongly, and I feel that's, that's the Lashon of our door. You know, that's it's what I feel. I know it's not Mekubal by everybody, it's just what I feel. Seeing my child feel good about themselves? What well, Show me, honestly, take me, give me a visualization of the Kohen Gadol going to the Kodesh Kodesh and Yom Kippur or give me my child feeling good about herself. I'm telling you already what I'm going to choose. <coughs> I know it's hard, it's heavy, but it's, it's just, it is what it is. This is where we're at. Mr. Sanderson, so the idea is dwelling, continuing for a longer amount of time, even if it's a second more, 
that feel that feeling and therefore it's going to spill over into greater awareness and consciousness as you interact throughout your day. Be, you're the lens through which you interact is now flavored with this moment of kedusha. It doesn't end in that moment. Unless unless schedule dictates to you, it does. Right? If you take that extra moment you also create <coughs> something new because your kids notice that moment, or if you, you yeah. know, like distracting and running out, yeah. uh, they, they want their feelings validated. They want to see yeah. that you really they care about them. Yeah, it, uh, they want to see you misra. They want to see you get get actually moved by something good that happens to them. I had I gave a shear last night in the in the uh, um, what's it called in the by your in laws no Leva Frat in the in the, what shkuna is it Tena Rimon yeah. Tena, and um, it was a. It was a very intense shir. It's a memory of a, a girl that took her life in that neighborhood, and the mother comes to her morning chabura, the woman's chabura, and uh, I, I didn't. I was like one of these moments where like shemis baruch. Any tire I say here, what is it really gonna? Right? I, I need you to tell me something. I need you to just slip me something right right before. And as I got there, and I was like. I was really working hard on being in the moment. Then I noticed my Rebbe that I always mentioned to you here of Schrader. He came with his wife, and I'm all in Spilkes now. Like, oh my God. And, I, and then I, saw, I remembered that a Belzer Torah. This is a beautiful Belzer Torah on this Pasha. The, the second Pasuk in the Pasha says, Leman tesaper be'oznei bincha uben bincha es asher hisalalti be'eretz mitzrayim ves asosaya asher samti bam. So I'm doing the come to Paro, experience this, and for the sake of you telling the story to your child, right? And the, ch- the, the ears of your children and your grandchildren. Then the Pasuk ends very interestingly. Vidatem ki ani Hashem. And then you'll know that I'm God. The Belzer Rebbe says it should have been written something else. This has happened so that you should be able to tell over the story, right? And then who will know that there is God once you give over the story? It should have said, Ve'yedu, they will know, or Ve'hem yedu, Ke'ani Hashem. Doesn't Vidatem include them as well? Vidatem. Why? Include who? Your children and your grandchildren. Mm, he says it includes someone else too. <coughs> who else does it include? Yourself. You. <laughs> He says, if you, you don't realize that when you're telling over the story, when you're sharing with your children these experiences and you're present, you think you're only doing chinuch because you're giving to them, they created for you the opportunity to actually believe in God. Geval Torah, no? What a geval Torah. What a geval Torah. It blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. Because you're looking at it, oh, I have a chinuch, mitzvah, and chinuch, I have to give it over to them. If you're mindful and you're present and you're ready to not let the schedule cut things, they're giving you an opportunity to actually believe in all the stuff you're telling them. So he says, v'yidatem, all of you, you, your children, your enik, all of you, v'yidatem k'ani Hashem. Save me. Then that was like, then I, I, I just remembered that and then the whole shit was just that, really, more or less, more or less. Right, let's, fin- let's finish. Uh, you know what? It's fine. We'll stop over here, and we're going to continue Beis Hashem next time from right here. All right, Shukoyach, everyone.